forever. Dog. Most likely to die. This week on the podcast, Peter Lorangus's The Yearbook. Hi, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. So, The Yearbook by Peter Larangis. So, so, whoa, whoa, oh boy. <laughs> the beginning of a series that I don't need to read. It's the beginning of a series? It seems like it, doesn't it, at the end? No. Come on. I don't think it is at all. They're going to go. There's going to be a whole story about those other people. That's not what it is. The future people. No. When I was reading the book, I just didn't want to write an ending. (laughs) (laughs) When I was reading the book, I was like, because, you know, they jump to the future. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was a jump to the future. So they were like, the year is 2015. And I was like, oh, Oh. this book was written. (laughs) No, no, no. Nay. Um, I, I do like how that played out where it's like, you didn't, you didn't know. Right. When, uh, we were with good old Mark. Yeah. Marky. Marky. Um, it's, I, I came around to like the book. Mm-hmm. It's certainly interesting. It's a little like Stephen King's it. Yeah. Um, except more, uh, understandable. <laughs> Yeah. More, it made more sense. At least you like knew what the monster was and how they defeated it ish. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's like that in like, oh, kids are being, kids are dying in the past. And then we see how it's kind of coming yeah. back in the future. Um, and then, you know, everybody's like holding hands to defeat it together with their like unshakable bond. Mm hmm. Yeah, it did feel like that. Yeah. Um, Would you like to read the back of the condol? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read the back of the condol, a.k.a. Goodreads. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be another one of those things where, uh, where we may as well not even bother. Well, it's like where the formatting of what is probably the back of the book oh, is see. messing things up. Pity. Pity Laura Chase. Pretty hair and pretty face. Isn't it a sorry fate? She won't live to graduate. All ones and it's no punctuation. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody has a morbid sense of humor at Weatherby High School. The yearbook has been sabotaged and nasty poems have appeared next to some of the students' photographs. David Callis (laughs) thinks it's a sick joke until his friends start disappearing one by one. And when he finds a dead body, he realizes something far more sinister is going on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes i'm so surprised that it's ended because of the way you're delivering yes <laughs> I'm, uh, oh okay I we're done too i was surprised too it was over mm. um accurate 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 i can't the books the back of the books have not been too off recently no Though i'm realizing we've been delving into a lot of either not as well known mm-hmm. books or like kind of bending the concept of the podcast just a tad. And 
Yeah. Fewer lies happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this only has like 32 reviews on Goodreads, mm-hmm. which is this, it's a pretty, uh, uh, it's not a hard to find book because you can get it on Condo Unlimited and on, um, I believe, Open Library. Open Library. Um, okay, so this person, huh, I wonder if we're going to agree with this. Oh, this person hated it. Mm. I didn't hate it. I hated the character. I hated David. I didn't. I thought the book wasn't bad. Yeah, David's such a horny little shit. I know. He is an incel waiting to happen. He for sure is an incel waiting to happen. He also reminds me of... Okay, so I just started watching Evangelion Neon Genesis, which is now available. Fucking everyone is talking about that. I don't know what it is, and I keep forgetting to look it up. It is an anime from 1995 Mm -hmm. that basically like re-energized anime as a genre. Uh Uh-huh. Um... At the time, it is a uh, kind of a deconstruction of the mecha genre, which is like people being inside big machines and fighting other big, scary things. Um, And I usually I I like I like uh, uh, anime that is kind of a deconstruction of the genre. I like that one. Another one that I've screamed about a lot is Puella uh, Madoka Magica, which is of the magical girl genre, which is like Sailor Moon and those ones. Oh, okay. Um, so Neon Genesis is like the story of this kid named Shinji um, who has to, this is like so unrelated, just to, for me to get to Everybody's dumb. talking about it on Twitter. Okay. So uh, basically he has to uh, start fighting these things called angels, which are like basically alien beings that are like coming or that are appearing on earth that um, like this kind of shadowy thing in the past called the the second impact mm-hmm. occurred and caused like a ton of cataclysmic damage to the earth. And so like um, people are living in kind of like dystopian future-ish, but not really, um, but kind of. And or like damage was done and society hasn't completely. Exactly. It's not recovered completely wrecked. Yeah. But it is like they're still kind of doing there's these angels all around. They call them angels. Um, And uh, there's, I think, 13 of them. Um, I think in the manga, there's they're like bad angels. Yeah, they're bad. They're angels not as in good. So spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. So spoiler alert, if people want to like fast forward this so spoilers coming spoilers coming just skip 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 okay uh basically um this being called adam was launched so there's this being called adam and there's this being called lilith and um they create other life Mm -hmm. so when they're sent out they're not supposed to land on the same planet and they create different types of life so lilith kind of creates like this slow birth yeah feminists (laughs) uh this slow birth like from primordial ooze comes eventually humans atoms spring out like really instantly technologically advanced beings that um are like way more powerful than us and they all and those came from like an ancestor race so the a- earth was originally hit with an atom seed. Okay. But it was like dormant. It like got shifted under these like tectonic plates. Oh, interesting. This, in the transfer of like a Lilith 
seed, and I'm doing the best I can to describe this. Anime is a little bit hard for me to follow, so I'm probably a little bit wrong on some of this. You know what? As we did with the Elizabeth Frankenstein episode, and I believe it's just now the general philosophy of the podcast, um, our audience is too nice to get mad when yeah, we get details truly, wrong. Truly, truly, Our audience is too, too good kind. and like better than everyone else mm-hmm. in that they understand mm-hmm. that we will get details wrong mm-hmm. and uh, that they don't have to overly police us. Yes, that's exactly. That's what's so great about our that's, audience. That's what's so great about you guys. Yes. Um, so uh, this like Lilith, somehow due to this un- accident, this accident collision, mm-hmm. a Lilith seed comes to earth Uh so we're like the accident okay and then after something happens i'm not clear what the adam seed gets yeah some event the adam seed awakens and is like hey after like they're like millions of years yeah what are you doing here right and so it's all these like big like almost like kaiju-ish type of creatures these like just big 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 super big scary things Mm mm-hmm and um, they have like force fields and are really hard to fight. So you, the only way you can fight them because you can't shoot things at them, the force fields just so that you have to fight like basically close quarters fighting. So they're like, well, we need to just make these mechas. So they made these mechas. This company called Nerve made these mechas. Nerve. Yeah. N-E-R-V or Nerve is how they call Nerve. it. Nerve. Nerve. Uh, and these nerve suits. These nerve suits. <laughs> uh, and the 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 suits are called um, Avas. And... Uh, they at first so at first they're like okay shinji this like kid you have to fight one of them and like you have to it go into the mecca and it like will align with your your nervous system and like you that's how you pilot it and he's like i don't know how to do that like i don't know why you'd think me like a teenager would know how to turns out they're imbued with the souls so like a way that technology is in the future is that um, like computers oftentimes are like combined with like souls of people so that they work as like an organic so that they can think organically. So those mechas are imbued with the souls of these women that died in the impact. So it's his mom. So that's why like he's picked cause he has to engineer the one with his mom's soul. And like, that's the other kids. There's like two other kids they use the ones that are their mom's souls. Anyway, it's so, like that. So anyway, <laughs> Shinji, Shinji, Shinji. Why was I going to make a comp? Um, the kaiju type thing being yeah. the Pythus is the monster in here. Kids. I was thinking of Shinji adults. being like, um, oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. This is what I was going to say. Okay. Oh my God. All of that for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All of that for this. I was talking so much about Evangelion. I did not know this would be a Kelly screams about anime at Lindsay episode. Well, that was hardly screaming. It was you trying to remember the plot or not okay. remember, but so in it verbalize. What, so I'm a little bit conflicted about Evangelion because it does have like almost every character with power is a woman. It definitely passes the Bechdel test. They talk about like war and all this stuff. There's, Almost, there are more female characters than male characters. Uh huh. They all have desires and needs. Some of them are sexualized, which is fine. I think women can have sexual desires and whatever. The main character is Shinji. Oh, incel waiting to happen? Yeah. Ah. He 
I mean, and the way they draw, some of the characters are like are 14 years old and they draw them like pretty sexy. It's kind of gross. And he like just fetish, like obsesses over these women. Mm, like a certain David we know? Like David. How David is like, how dare what the fuck her name is exist? Because she's so hot. Uh, his... So, so we've got our main character's name is David Callis. Yes. He is of Greek descent. Yes. This will, this is relevant. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> um, he's of Greek he's a descent. Greek. <laughs> uh, we have Ariana. She is of Polish descent. <laughs> we have Carlo. He is of Italian descent. What if just all of a sudden, for no good reason, I started <laughs> giving the ancestors my, like, I look up the last names of characters. I was like, okay, so we've got our main girl. Um, her name is uh, Kalish McIrish, and um, I looked it up. Uh, she's Irish, and like I thought it had anything so, to do with the characters. I think it would be a little while before I said anything. I think I would be like, "Man, Lindsay's like really into genealogy." <laughs> okay, so I bought an Ancestry.com subscription. I have to justify it somehow. I didn't find anything about my family. So instead, I'm just giving you. Okay, so like this family's crest reads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like their particular, um, like uh, this would be, this would have been nice if I'd remember the word. Um, we'll get there. Tartan? Tartan? Oh, tartan. Tartan. Tart. The like tartan. The yeah, particular the, the, plaid, the, the plaid of, of a kilt of a kilt yes yeah okay well i got there but it was too late it's okay uh yeah i just started listing that it's like so what's interesting about this family is they started uh in india but then they migrated to hungary and so that's why their last name a is nomadic people yeah they're a nomadic people <laughs> migratory um because originally they were uh so anyway so that's why david is an incel <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, David Callis, Is they are teenagers. He's like, what, 17? Yeah, but 18? he's a genius. He's a fucking okay. genius, but also a fucking idiot. Straight out the gates, he's like, I'm in Mensa. It <laughs> makes no sense. He's trying to be both like, I am so great, but I'm also like so humble uh, and self-deprecating. And when in the first chapter, I was like, oh, I might like David. No, no, no that's over real quick. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. Also, to I the hated beginning. him when I hated him on one hour, 42 minutes left in the book. That's what I have in my condo at 444 4 p.m. at 4%. <laughs> wow, so many fours. Uh, just like the book. <laughs> when he tries to throw a rock at what he thinks is an animal, I hated him there. Yeah. I was like, don't do that. Why are you doing that? If you were right, you just threw a rock at an animal. Yeah. And you suck. Yeah. Whatever, David. Um, you faux intellectual. Yeah. Uh, so how does he say it? So so he's like in love with very beautiful the very beautiful Ariana Mass. Moss? Moss. Moss. M-A-A-S. So what's interesting about that last name is blah 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 joke <laughs> joke. Where is the part? Oh yeah. Chapter one, and we've already gotten like a prologue where we know it's like the end of the world or something, and their yeah. clothes are all torn up and crazy shit has happened. Chapter one, 
I will begin with what I saw on the night of April 15th, but first a word from your narrator. I, David Callis, am a genius. Ugh. Capital G. Yeah. This is not a boast. I don't look or talk anything like a genius. My grades are pretty mediocre and I have a lazy streak from here to Montana, but my test scores confirm it. IQ level genius, right up there with hair and eyes, brown and height, 5'11", so I don't fight it. What does it mean to be a genius? It means teachers always look at you perplexed and disappointed. It means every adult you're in contact with thinks he or she must be doing something wrong. It means you must be doing something wrong because you're exactly like everybody else. For a genius, I did an extremely stupid thing on April 15th. Now let's talk about what bearing him saying all that has on either his character or the plot. Short answer, nothing. 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 In no way does that come to define him. No. It's it's fine if your character is like doesn't get good grades but is like can think on his feet and respond to things well. Why do you have to be like also he's a fucking genius. Yeah. He's like so smart that like he embarrasses the adults around him. It has no what? bearing on anything he does it later. Never None comes into play. Never. Okay, so it's so strange. He I also I wanted to update everybody about the last name Moss. Oh, okay, good. It is a Dutch and North German patronymic surname from an archaic short form of Thomas. Oh, it could also be a toponymic sur- to- what toponymic surname derived from the river Moss. The surname is quite common in the Netherlands, ranking 43rd in 2007 Doesn't with 16,070 people. Huh. Tomas. 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 Um, Tomas. That is interesting. Yeah, just thought I'd yeah. share. That is trivia. Um, yeah, I, I hated, I also hated him in the moment when he said... At that moment, I hated Ariana, hated her for making me want her so much. That is the definition of an incel. Of an incel. Mm-hmm. Of a guy who believes in the term friend zone. Mm-hmm. He, all right, so it's like him and Ariana, it's the end of the world. He's, he says, like, I'm writing this in a notebook so that it, like, I have it all down. Blah, blah, blah. Then we cut to the past. He has gone up to this place called... The Ramble, which is like on the edge of some woods, a.k.a. basically like um, make up lover's point or make out point. Um, And he has taken that way specifically. He's like on his way to a printer's (laughs) called. um, Oh, yeah. Someday my prince will come, (laughs) which I thought that was pretty funny. I like that. He's like, what a stupid name. And I was like. It's okay, Peter Larangis. I thought that was cute. Yeah, I thought it was you don't cute have too. to. You don't have to rag on your own joke. He's what is it? Front or front porching? Yeah, his joke. Is that what it is? Yeah, don't front do that. His joke, Peter. Um, wait. The main character's name is what? David. David. Never mind. Yeah, got it confused with Peter. I was like, did yeah. he name it Peter after himself? <laughs> no, 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 David. So he's on his way there because he works on the yearbook. Uh, at school and he joined because of Ariana because she's the like editor-in-chief of the yearbook so he's on his way to pick them up because he volunteered and or on his way to check the copy or check the proof Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he decides to take the long ways so that he can like fucking peep on Ariana (laughs) and her boyfriend making out at the ramble because he's like I'm a masochist I know like it's like 
Yeah, that's a little more than masochist, dude. Bro. I don't. Yeah, are you like boning out? Are you like, like you are? Are you humping a bush? Spying on a woman while she makes out with her boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, her you have boyfriend. No, you have no claim on her. Mm-mm. Um, it's so fucking. And his boyfriend doesn't suck, right? Because he's nice to everybody. Yeah, he. I mean, he does turn out to be in the. Delphus Club. The like Illuminati. Yeah. Um, this turned out to be in the Illuminati. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he seems perfectly. Yeah, I highlighted that same part where he hated her <clears throat> for wanting. At that moment, I hated Ariana. Hated her for. Okay. So he's taking this path. He's watching them make out. Oops, dead body. It's horrifying. It's Scary. all super mangled. It's he, hollow. Like, passes out. It's so terrifying. And then he. He wakes up and goes home and takes home. a shower. At that moment, I hated Ariana. I hated her for making me want her so much. That was the reason I had joined the yearbook in the first place. If I hadn't done that, I'd never have gotten stuck with proofreading, never seen the body. I'd always be the same happy but screwed up kid I'd always been. Ugh. Shut yeah. up, dude. And then it goes to the next chapter because he's talking about the first day he ever saw Ariana. Well, the belt was loosened on a gray and windy afternoon in February, meaning like earthquake, <laughs> the seventh to be exact. I was walking home from school the fun way, fun because Ariana Moss was a half block in front of me. Parentheses, if you could see her body move, you'd know what I mean. Real slow and lazy, like with lots of dot, 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 well, movement and parentheses sounds pathetic i know but i was obsessed okay don't tell me you don't know what that feels like david you horny little incel motherfucker yeah here's the thing i I, and he's being gross there are so many passages like this there were a lot of passages like this i was a teenager i i leered at guys for sure and like even now if i'm like ovulating (laughs) like i will stare at a person and have bad thoughts but his voice sucks that's the thing it's one thing to have a crush and lust after someone sure it's another to be like i fucking hated her for making me want her yes i was following her home specifically so i could like watch her breasts jiggle it his language and the tone of how he's speaking is fucking gross it is pretty gross it's it's very like porkies it is like yeah very like hey that's boys gather around the hole there's this other part after he's joined your book over the weeks ariana began looking at me with respect parentheses i would have preferred lust or even mild carnal interest but respect was fine <laughs> you're so funny here's another he's talking about mr dewart um, the oh, yeah. yearbook, the like head of the, he's like the yearbook, yearbook advisor. Yeah. The teacher that overlooks them. Um, and they call him that because he has like growths on his face. Yeah. His nickname was wart face because of his last name and two large moles on his right cheek and left hand. Blah, blah, blah. Describes him. He's like all mis- mismatched and, and top siders and goofy but he's also only like 20 something like 25 but looks old weird mm-hmm. um 
genius and awesome athlete. Okay. He organized some of the crew team members and other achiever types, including Ariana's boyfriend, Steven, who they call Smut because yeah. of it's an acronym for his full name. It's like Steven. Steven uh, Marshall Umbridge Tallahassee. Basically, except for that last one. Yeah, like I think. All the, I think the other one. I don't oh, know if Umbridge not. is right. Maybe not. Because that's like from <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Okay. Well, calling like bad characters bad man, like giving I them names umbridge. that were so yeah. on point, on the nose. Um, so they go over to his apartment, and he he's like describing him between all that, advising the yearbook, teaching history, and working towards his PhD at night. He didn't have time for much else. Still, I figured mid-20s, unattached, athletic, smart. He must have had a social life. I have expected some knockout grad student to come jiggling out of the bedroom, or at least a few telltale signs of bachelor, bachelor life, like a rumpled camisole tossed on the floor or some female-type perfume in the bathroom. No such luck. Yeah. Jiggling, jiggling out of the yeah. bedroom. It, it, doesn't it sound so fucking 80s the way he writes so, this? So, 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 so 80s. So, 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 so. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. It I'm sucks. trying to see when and this book I hate was it. written. I hate David. I hate David. Let's see here. Well-constructed book. Hate David. Um, I'm trying to figure out when was this written? Book details. I think 94, 95. 95. Yeah. So... Too late, I think, to have this voice. I would see this in 83. Yeah. Well, he's an older guy is the problem. There you go. He's probably calls women co-eds. Oh, it's very Animal House. So yes. 70s. Yes. His, his upbringing. Yes. Took place in the 70s, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like very Animal House. You want to sneak into a sorority and steal girls underwear type. Mm-hmm. mentality so that's why it's gross it's not that he has a crush it's not that he wants you know to have sex with a girl he likes mm-hmm. it's using the words jiggling talking about her like bouncing around mm-hmm. it it does seem kind of like gross old man-ish yeah for sure it makes him sound ancient yeah it makes him sound like a fucking dad in his late 60s yes because that's, being gross yeah I maybe the how old would that kid be now? He'd be like okay, ninety five, no, like Gen Xer. Yeah, wait, so ninety five, he was what age? Like seventeen. Mm-hmm. So how many years has it been since ninety five? Two thousand five. That's ten. Two thousand fifteen. That's twenty. So twenty four plus seventeen is uh, forty. Twenty four plus seventeen. Mm-hmm. 41. That's too young to be talking like this. Yeah. Which means it's Peter. It's Peter. Not a 17-year-old in 1995. Yeah. Or, no, it's not even like an incel on Reddit. No, because they're much be more worse. hateful. <laughs> they're much worse. He'd be like outright planning to like, like rape slash her. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's just like, you know, leering and gross. So we don't like David. Yeah, we don't like David. I liked Ariana. I liked Ariana. Who else is there? Oh, I liked pretty much everyone else except for like the bad guys. I, I liked. Yeah. And then I, you know, the, the bad guys were somewhat interesting, except for Reggie, like 
saying things like you dig. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> embarrassing. Also, I, I liked the cop. I liked the sheriff. I liked the cop a lot. There weren't any adults going, you kids get out of here. Yeah. And also it wasn't repetitive. He believed him right away. He was and like, there was something's a, up. I liked that it gave him a backstory uh, to justify why he believed. Yeah. Right I liked that. I thought that was so, good. And so, I liked that he had a personal stake in it. Yeah. It was his friend. And I liked that there was a black character who, you know, his whole thing wasn't about being black. Yeah. He just wanted to figure out the mystery. Yeah. And he was one of the bad guys. The cop? Reggie. No, Reggie. Yes. Reggie was black. Yes. Cop was white. And the cop was black too. No. He's... Yeah. No, for sure. No. Are you sure? Because he said that he was nice to me and I thought it was because I was black too. I didn't think he said that. I thought it was. Let me look on my condo. Wannis. Where is it? Kendall, where are you? Wow. Maybe I'm crazy. Because I, cause I thought there was some stuff where he was like kind of odd. Chief. <laughs> Chief Hayes. Oh, did I return the yearbook? <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, no, I didn't. I have yes. it. Yes. Yes. Download in entirety. Mm. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're totally right. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. So we've got two two black characters. Nothing about their story has to do with them being black. Well, also, like, I feel like there there, there was, like, a minor thing of, like, him saying, you know, there aren't a lot of black kids in this town and, like... And in those um, days, it was like especially yeah. difficult. And he was like, and he was so cool. And I was like kind of a nerd. He's and like a chubby. Yeah. And, and, and he's talking about when they were kids in the 50s. And he's like, and so when he like wanted to be my friend, I was like, oh, is it just because like we're the only two black kids at this school? And then it turned out like he was just nice to everybody. And that was really cool. But yeah, so the sheriff, I like that the sheriff, so... Let's do a quick plot thing. Mm -hmm. So we've gotten up until him spying the dead body. Okay, he finds the dead body, passes out, goes home, showers, mom's mad, whatever. Mom's be screaming. <laughs> mom's be screaming. And then he's like, I got to go to school. Then they're like, guess what? This kid is missing. And he's like, oh. Oh, that body. That was the body. It's like Rick Arnold or somebody. Yeah. And they're like, he was last seen wearing this color shirt and this color pants. And he's like, mm, that was the body. Yeah. So then he's like, I guess I, he doesn't tell anyone. He's freaking out, running around. He runs into Ariana. She's like, you seem weird. It's tell like, me what's you're up. You're acting super weird. I know that you know more than you're acting like. And he's like, fine. <sighs> I found a body. And she's like, okay, fucking uh, coward, go tell the police. You're either a coward or you're an idiot. Yeah. And she's like, and I don't think you're an idiot. So you got to go tell. And he's like, fine, I will. So he goes and tells the sheriff. The sheriff is like, all right, let's go out and find it. Um, and he makes David stay in the car. He goes out to go look at the body. He comes back. He's like, yep. Um, interesting. And he, he, he remembers that it, the body seems similar to the other bodies I think found. Yeah. No, no. yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. As the ones in the fifties. When he was, yeah, when he was young, he tells David the story about his best friend, Reggie, who disappeared. They couldn't find him. And then three more kids went missing. They were all white, but they were all found dead. Mm -hmm. And so he went on this. So, so chief Hayes, 
decided to become a cop so that he could investigate Reggie's disappearance Mm -hmm. because he thought it had something to do with Reggie being black. Yeah. So he was looking into like KKK possibilities. Then, um, so he's like, okay, so like I'm going to start investigating this. And David is like, okay. Uh, Cool. Well, you do that. I'm going to go work on your book again. Yeah, I'm going to work on your book some more. Because this isn't my job. So he's like, he goes to, and then my prince will come or whatever. One day my prince will come. The printing store. And he drops off the envelope that, um, oh, this had been prior, right? Yeah, it was prior because he was supposed to check on it when, which is how he found the body. Yeah, he was like, okay, all out of it. So we get like a flashback of like how this all happened, which was that before, 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 uh, they were putting together like the order that everything would get printed for the printer. And the teacher, Mr. DeWart, gave him this envelope and was like, take this to the printer and have him print it. And oh, they were doing a trick thing. Yeah. Very silly. So silly. Of Mr. Banana Head. So any student that didn't show up on picture day, as opposed to just like running a blank square, um, David dressed up like a clown, got his photo taken and they were, and they called him like Mr. Banana Head. And they were going to put the Mr. Banana Head photo in place of all the kids who didn't show up that day. Yeah. So that photo is supposed th- that photo is supposedly in there. Yeah. So he brought the photos to the printer and the printer's like, "Oh, this is the photo." And he doesn't show him the photo. He just like says, "Oh, this is the photo that you want me to put for all those kids." And he's like, "Yeah." And he doesn't double check to make sure that's indeed the photo. Cuz he's out of it. He saw a dead body. He's, he's got a lot going he's on. He's got a lot going on. He Wants to hate fuck a woman and then kill her maybe. Yeah. And then, and also he saw a dead body. Yeah. It's like, he's got a he lot. Has so much on his plate. A lot on his plate. His mental plate. So then he leaves. Uh, the yearbooks get, the get delivered at school. Uh-oh. And this is like same day or next day. This is the, the day that him. The day they announce the kid got right. murdered. Right. Because all the kids at school know. Yes. It might be the next day because they it's all have to go soon. to like dre- grief counseling or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's very soon. It's a few days after because all the yearbooks have been printed and they find they open one up because one kid, Jason, is like, what the fuck is this, dude? <laughs> and instead of the banana head photo, it is a photo of Rick Arnold's nasty mauled corpse that has no bones inside. Mm-hmm. It's just skin. And... So that is now in place of a bunch of kids' blank photo spaces. And in addition, there are these weird little poems under some of the kids' photos. What are those poems? I am about to tell you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So Jason's really mad. And it's because this poem is underneath his. um, That's not the bookmark. I guess it is. Hang on. So sorry. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's above Jason's name was a black and white photo of a shrunken human face. It was festooned with dried flesh and blood dripped from its mouth. That's Rick Arnold. Yuck. So then they're going through the yearbook looking for others. La, la, la. Sure enough, everywhere Banana Head is supposed to be instead, it's Rick Arnold. Um, And then 
where Rick Arnold's photo is, he did show up the day of the shoot. So his normal photo is there. However, there's a little thing underneath and it says, which most likely goes to Rick. He isn't smart or cool or quick. He's or careful. So perhaps that's why he's likely most of all to die, which is very disturbing. It is very disturbing. Because he is dead. He is dead. And a lot of them are normal, but then the other ones are pity, pity, Laura Chase, pretty hair and pretty face. Isn't it a sorry fate? She won't live to graduate. And then study. Oh, okay. So I remember this one's like limerick, like study, not burly Bob healed because his passion for football won't yield. So fold him in creases, then cut him to pieces and spread him all over the field, which is horrifying. And then <laughs> um, the next few dozen were normal until Edward Lyman, whose picture was right before Ariana's. Ed was quiet and antisocial and into motorcycles. And his poem went like this. Ed Lyman hates Ryman. See ya, Ed. Dead. <laughs> Not the most no. creative version. Honestly, the other ones had a lot more effort put in. Greetings to Janie P. Humans, who fancies TV. Oh, right. Janie Humans' whole thing is that she had plastic surgery to make herself yep. look like the star of a teen soap opera. And then she ended up hating that character, yep. which is what a bizarre thing for 1995 so specific and for a teenager. Mm-hmm. I think I'm sure that that has happened. Mm-hmm. And I think Peter Lane just knew someone who did this, Maybe, but it was a 42 year old woman or maybe he read about it. I'm sure he read about yeah. it in like and he's national like, choir. Kids are getting plastic surgery these days. Yeah. So, greetings to Janie P. Humans, who fancies TV over humans. Okay, the rhyming structure of this is throwing me off. Ask them, Jane, now while you're able, will they wire your casket with cable? L-O-L-O-L-O-L. The ask them, Jane part needs to go. Yeah. Or at least take out now. Yeah, yeah. or like... Should we ask them, Jane, while you're able, will they wire your casket with cable? What's but with the now? Also, the 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 rhyme scheme there makes me think that there's going to be another two. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it just like ends. Cable. Will they wire your casket with cable? End. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there are all these rhymes and, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And I was, some kids think it's funny. Some like it. I was, mad at, I was mad at David because he did not... Even have the thought, these people are dying next. He's just like, that's weird. He's a fucking idiot. I was like, are you kidding? Or he does think it, but he's like, that sucks. No, because, and then you know what the weird thing is, though? Because they do have a discussion where they find out that, like, the Delphi Club is, like, sacrificing people according to student number. And that's where he's like, oh, those were the people with the poems. Yeah. I was like, the, the poem uh, thing was what you should have been fucking going off of mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Why did he not? Well, it's just, it's just, I was so busy. All the blood so from my busy. brain was in my penis. I was Ariana. Cause I was, I was Ariana. Boning out over Ariana. Like my penis had all the blood. <laughs> I just Numbers. been, I just been humping everything I could find thinking yeah. about Ariana. <laughs> Tables, chairs, pillows, uh, cat, (laughs) cat, 
Um, Micah and I were going for a walk and, um, uh, we were, it was, it was supposed to be a really short walk, but it ended up being really long and it was really hot out. We were kind of pissed about it. Uh, I was over by my parents' house and, um, like there was just this weird, like concrete patch that like, there was no reason why it should have been there. Like it seemed like, like a hangout area, but it was like completely unshaded, really uncomfortable. And I was just like, um, we were doing just like bits about like, oh, hey, have you heard about the concrete patch? Like it's a place where you can hang out. <laughs> and then so we kept doing these like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And then Micah just goes, hey, <laughs> and then doesn't say anything. <laughs> and he was like, I couldn't come up with anything. But I was like, that is such a funny like way to hey. do that. Hey. <laughs> and. And. um. Yeah, so I was kind of pissed at David for being such an idiot. Um, yeah, way to go, like, kid genius. Yeah, he's just too busy. Boy genius. Like, horning Wh- out. It, when does this genius fucking it, manifest? It doesn't happen. See, Lindsay, a teenage boy, when they're mm-hmm. going through puberty, yeah. um, they experience a lot of different hormones. That oh, really? Make them think crazy things oh. and not really concentrate on the task at hand. Okay. Because they're so crazy thinking about Bra straps and oh, short shorts. So distracting. So distracting. So distracting. Spaghetti strap. Everything <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti straps. <laughs> Hide them. Miss Williams, I can't think because Tara's wearing spaghetti straps. I can't know that a girl is wearing undergarments <laughs> such as a brassiere. All the math went to my penis. <laughs> Help. I'm so dizzy. <laughs> my penis is the size of a water balloon. <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant to say watermelon. <laughs> oh, I've embarrassed myself. Oh, water balloon. <laughs> it truly is simply the size of a water balloon. I don't know why. That was accurate. <laughs> watermelon. I've given you an accurate picture of how big my pants. I'm so embarrassed. Oh. It's just like it's like a little hot dog bun. It's just, it's so hard. Why they have to be so hot? It's so mean of them. <laughs> Don't they know they're making me hard? I hate it's I hate so mean. Them. I hate them How for making. Dare they give me an erection? Making me so How hard. Dare they? So dizzy because my penis is so full. <laughs> I can't even concentrate on this snake creature in the center <laughs> of the earth because Ariana's wearing spaghetti straps She's today. Jiggling. It's so hard. <laughs> so anyway, David sucks again. David sucks. He's not figuring out that Ariana's next based on her student number, which is apparently a thing. (sighs) Also, okay, so he, so there's an earthquake there. Oh my God. Earthquakes don't happen on the East Coast. So we think, but guess what? Earthquakes do happen in this town. Because there's a snake. There's (laughs) Because there's a Greek snake. (laughs) Under the earth. You sound like a racist <laughs> white lady. He's like, not only is he a snake, he's, he's a, Greek a Greek snake. snake. We got to get these <laughs> Greeks out of my, not in my backyard. We're Polish here. <laughs> Polish only. This is an Irish neighborhood <laughs> in New England. You can tell by, by the way my I voice. Talk. <laughs> 
Uh, that's our character, uh, Irish immigrant who is Southern but lives in New England and is racist against, against Greek people. <laughs> <laughs> and has a phobia of snakes. And has a snake phobia. Um, so you can imagine how stressed she is. What with this Greek snake in the ground? There's a Greek snake. It's huge. A huge Greek snake. It is. It's the- bigger than any boners. It's a huge snake. Which, like, David cannot wrap his no, mind around. He, he can't because it's He's so like, big. what? But my boner is so all-encompassing. Yeah. And it's like, no, David. No, David. There are larger phalluses in this world. And some you of them are, are about Greek. to meet them. <laughs> its name is Delphi. Delphi? Its name is Pythus. Oh, I'm sorry. But it is, like, the... They call it Pythus, but it is the basis for the, like, myth Delphi. Yeah. Delphi. It, because they had like singing priests around. Or yeah. Priest, was it priestesses? Yeah. I f- I thought, yeah. I think it's priestesses I it of Delphi. Only, yeah. I thought it was a female thing. So. But in the book, it it ends up being the like reanimated corpses of. Like smart people. Yes. Of smarties. Like a witch. Of, oh, I don't know. And geniuses. Yeah. I guess it does. Oh, that's come where into the play. genius thing comes into play. <laughs> like, it's like, oh you're my a God. Genius. You're too smart. You're so fucking smart that, like, we don't even want to sacrifice you. Except you and Ariana are so smart. Yeah, except Ariana's, like, smarter than him, which they say. And then they're like, oh, I guess you're pretty smart too because you, like, connected the dots on this. And that's not smarts. No. That's cheating because yeah. he's Greek. And True. he is more familiar and with these cultural what? touchstones who of told his him? culture. Who told him about that stuff? You know who? Mom. Mom. Mom did. Guess who gets no credit? Mom. Mom. Guess who dies? I don't know who. In 2015. Oh. Mom. Mom. Gets hit by a bus when Sad. she is raising Mark. Yeah. Marky. Anyway. That we're, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> You're spoiling twists, I'm Lindsay. spoiling this very like easy to follow logical plot that we haven't deviated (laughs) from at all to talk about anime. So that's who's, that's who killed Rick Arnold. It was the cult. It was this cult. The Delphi club. (sighs) And here we go again with David being a fucking weenie is the only reason he goes to seek out the Delphi club Mm -hmm. or Delph. I think they're calling Delphus club. Delphic. 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 Club. Club. De Delphic. You're going to club? Whatever. It's something around that. Something okay. centering around Delphi. Um, so yeah, the only reason he goes, it's not because he's like putting the pieces together about the killings. It's simply because Ariana's boyfriend, Steven, is in the club and she specifically voices concerns to David Mm -hmm. that maybe her boyfriend, Steven, is into another girl at the club. Mm -hmm. And again, characters' last names are not all Caucasian. Mm -hmm. We've got a few Hispanic last names. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's another... Uh, plus, pl- plus yeah. of the diversity column and it's never about their ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she's concerned because she thinks Stephen likes this other girl or is getting close to this other mm-hmm. girl and he's like, great, I'm going to track him down and spy so that I can see if Stephen is 
getting close to this other girl and then I can go tell Ariana so she'll break up with him and obviously date me instead. What I do Which, like is that the plan weird. backfires because she's like, yes, I hate that you did that. Yeah, she's like, that's why you went and followed them. But what's with the kiss they share beforehand? Oh, Does I he kiss, kiss her and she kisses him back? I think they kiss each other, but I don't remember why. I think it's just they're so stressed about having seen a dead body. <laughs> I'm really stressed. Do you want to kiss? Yeah. Like, I need comfort. Yeah. I don't know. So, oh, right. No, no. Yes, it is because they saw the second body get sucked into a pipe. He goes to find the Delphic Club and finds like a secret passage to a basement area. Through through a bookcase that like opens. Yeah. He hears them singing. And then there's like a crack in the ground and he goes to the crack and there's like gas Uh and the gas kind of makes him pass out a little <laughs> and he wakes up and he has salt and pepper hair <laughs> and yeah. his ankle hurts and ariana's like what the fuck are you doing here <laughs> and he's like oh um well he doesn't tell her at first he's no. like so they leave yeah and he also doesn't tell her why he went there he's just like oh i found out that like there's a club here and they sing and there's like a big hole in the earth and she's like yeah okay whatever but then they see a foot sticking out of a pipe mm-hmm. and it gets sucked away and they get freaked out and they kiss and david's like what a perfect opportunity to tell her that i saw steven Which with his like, arm around that other girl fuck, do not and he tells her and she's like that's why you went to find them and what you thought you were gonna tell me and i was gonna be your girlfriend look i've seen you staring at me for months and i let it go but now you're like trying to sabotage my relationship. Get the fuck away from me. And she pieces out. So it's so interesting. Because then it's like Peter LaRangis sees yeah. David's flaws. Yeah. But we're in David's head. And so we're still getting this obnoxious chatter. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it doesn't seem like the author loves David's point of view. Right. I or think- is it? Or is it just sort of like, man, I wish she just would have listened to me because I couldn't make her understand. Yeah. Could have made her understand. I I, I wasn't clear on who was supposed to be in the wrong in that situation. Exactly. Is she supposed to be like... Is she wrong for not listening to him? Or like, does the author think she's wrong for having that reaction? Exactly. Or does the author think that David is wrong for trying to enact this incel and end game well so what was weird was and i may be reading reading this with my 2019 goggles but like to me it read as she was right that's that, how like, i interpreted yeah. it at but first. then i was like so then the the issue to me is does he grow or does he keep acting like that for the rest of the book does that moment i think because, he grows he's never like that yeah, again yeah and I, he never starts he's never ogling her again he yeah. never gets in touch with her for any other reason except for all the all the snake murders all the gas snake the greek snakes i so then maybe so then maybe i'm okay with it like maybe what i would have liked is a moment for him to be like yeah i realized i was being kind of a self-reflection yeah yeah or like that he was embarrassed or something but instead he's just like oh yeah and moves on so it's not as if peter larangis is david 
I don't think so. But we never get a moment of true, yeah. Yeah. Of true self Which I just would have appreciated that a little bit. That would have been nice. Um, Yeah, there was never like, yeah, that is why I went there. And that was kind of shitty. Like it wasn't my place. What did I think was going to happen? Or maybe I think he did think, what did I think was going to happen? I I think he is like, Great time to bring it up, dumbass. Yeah, yeah. I just wish that maybe he... It's a little ambiguous. Just a little more. It's too ambiguous. Yeah. And we've been sitting in this person's head for like 50% of the book already. And so I'm already like, fuck you, David. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she runs off. He goes home. I think that's when... Oh, yeah. He goes... He looks by the beginning of the pipe to be like, well, that pipe starts somewhere. Let's go see what's at the end of it. Mm -hmm. The body's gone. The class ring of a girl named Rachel Green mm-hmm. from Friends. Mm-hmm. She later goes on to uh, leave her husband. Mm-hmm. Moves her to New York. Say she moves to New York. She moves in with her high school best friend Monica mm-hmm. and meets Monica's new friends. Um, she also and reconnects also, with Ross. Yeah, I was about to say reconnects with uh, Monica Ross. Monica's brother Ross but then she also has like a kind of a little bit of a weird dalliance like in a couple years like with this guy Joey yeah I want to say like group. five years after the fact yeah. um which like she's not totally into Mm-mm. but like Joey isn't really a David about it which is no. nice exactly the Joey guy like he just like loves her and mm-hmm. he's he's pretty selfless about it and then she has a point where she has to choose basically. And it's like, yeah. it's such an event. Like, is, is she going to choose? But also doesn't she, does she get pregnant? Yeah. She's yeah. pregnant with, but like for a really long time, we don't know who the father is, but it for sure is Ross's kid, but right? we didn't find out for a long time. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was it wasn't thing. confirmed. And then what was really weird was that like Ross had a kid and then like, just wasn't in his life at all. He had, he, and was then he like had in, another kid. Yeah. He he had a kid, and then like that kid was in his life for a as second. As if the author like got bored of writing, yes, kid storylines because Ross was married before and yeah. to um, a lesbian. She came out as gay, yeah, after the fact. And like, I would say that like that entire friend group is like not great about LGBTQ mm, no stuff and really unhealthy dynamics. Really unhealthy dynamics. Honestly, particularly their friend Chandler. Yes. Lot of gay panic. Gay panic there, which I just want him to be okay with himself, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. And frankly, I kind of think it would be best for all of them to date outside of the group, but they don't. But like they don't. if they do, it doesn't last for a very long time. But I get it because like I mean, already it's very weird that Peter Larangis uh inserts Rachel Green's whole yeah. adult hood no, life I mean, story in the middle of the yearbook this book is it's 700 ex- pages long it is excessive i would say yeah. it it kind of reminds me of christopher pike just inserting a story in there yes um this is like the muse story yeah and it's sort of also like stephen king taking a bunch of coke and not being able to stop writing about right. every tangential character right so yeah it's weird that all of a sudden we're hearing about rachel green for like so long and giovanni rubisi's there and giovanni and um the actor giovanni Rubisi yeah, he's there and also the there. actor Paul Rudd is there and and then also like the actor Brad Pitt is there it's is very there. strange and you're like 
okay, what are they doing here yeah. though? Yeah. Um, and it sort of feel like it's just because Peter Lorraine just felt like interest in that part of the story was flagging and he's trying to re-engage the reader. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there were a lot of or things. It's that, a bit of a stunt. Yeah. And, 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 and it kind of feels weird. Like by the end, right? Like Rachel and like all of her friends are kind of like almost characters of what they I was going to say were. the same thing. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Cause it's like for the first four years of yeah. Rachel Green's life in New York. Yeah. Um, it's pretty You're believable. like really into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like fun and the stories are fun and yeah. interesting and uh, the jokes are good. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, something happens like season five ish. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just like, Hmm. Yeah. Something happens. Yeah. So like five years into Rachel Green's life. You're yeah. Like, and you're also, again, you're just like, Peter, <laughs> what is happening with that Greek snake in the yeah. center of the earth? Right, let's get back to the, to the Greek so snake. So finally, after Rachel Green chooses, um, she chooses Ross, right? She chooses Ross. She does? Because she wants to like be with the father of her child. That's the reason why? I also think she never really loved, she never loved Joey the way that Joey I don't think she loved Joey, Joey loved that her. way. And I don't think, there was even anything between them. Joey just like realizes he's in love with Rachel. Yeah. But like Rachel was never in love with him. Which kind he's of. He's a really good person and doesn't. Yeah. And also, I mean, in that part too, right. Doesn't it kind of feel like Peter Lorraine just is just like trying to come up with a combo that hasn't really happened yet. Spinning his wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, we've seen everybody else pair up. Yeah. And again, it's like Peter Lorraine just, just have them date outside their friend just, group. Seriously, please just have them date outside their friend group. Yeah. And why is Monica like so annoying now? Monica yeah. becomes very Almost annoying villain, in this villain. in the yearbook. Yeah, in the yearbook. At in the this en- book, the yearbook. At the end of this part of the yearbook, mm-hmm. she's really a villain. Yeah, and honestly, also I feel like when she moves to New York and with her relationships with all her friends, it's never really fully addressed that like her high school boyfriend was killed by a, an evil Greek snake. Exactly. Does that ever come into no. any of the storylines that Rachel Green's boyfriend is the one who had her class ring? I might have to reread it to see like if there's any like, you know, subtext there, but I don't think there is. I'm not sure if I can reread it because honestly, it took me over seven years to finish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just too long. It's too long. It's too long. It it's took too me long. seven years to read this book. It should only take you like, honestly five years five years is like probably perfect seven years is a bit too much or like what's crazy is it so it took it took us seven years to read this book yeah because that's how much we care about this podcast <laughs> but goodreads says the average is like two hours <laughs> yeah, it's crazy and i'm like how <laughs> how how even because honestly i sat down to read this once a week for like 30 minutes at a time <laughs> And with somehow, breaks, with yeah, breaks. I, I, I mean, breaks. I took, I read once a week. Yeah, I read. I once guess a week. that's the problem. And then I wouldn't read like all summer. Yeah. I also, read- what's crazy is when I started reading this, I was thirteen. Yeah, me too. And then next thing I know, I'm thirty-seven. I'm doing a podcast, yeah. and it's like finally I'm reviewing this. I know. I know. Yeah. But here we are. But here we are, and we've done it. And we've done it. So yeah, he finds Rachel Green's class ring, thinks that Rachel Green, Rachel was, the Green was the one who is dead. No, no, no. Goes to Chief Hayes, 
tells him about it, then goes to school, finds Rachel Green, Oopsie. and he's like, holy shit. I thought you were fucking dead. I found your ring. She's like, oh, thanks for returning it. I guess my boyfriend thought that our class ring exchange meant nothing. Yeah. Which reveals that uh, her boyfriend is the one who died. Did you get a class ring? I did. Did you wear it? It was really ugly. (laughs) I hated it. I I love my mom's class ring. My mom's class ring ring looks dope. It's like very masculine it's like all silver it's Mm. her little school crest in the center there's not a jewel Mm. i regret getting the what color was your jewel blue because ours was green or that was our school color what would you do and white okay let's say you're on the dating scene okay you start dating a guy right things are getting serious of course he because all men fall in love with me they want it to be serious exactly yeah it's four dates and he's like boyfriend girlfriend time right he's like to prove that Uh i'm gonna give you my class ring from high school from high school i'm the age i am now yes and he gives it to you with like he's like and you're like oh do i have to wear it and he's like you're like he's like no 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 not you don't have to wear it on your hand i put a chain around it you can wear it around your neck (laughs) which is how rachel green has her boyfriend's class ring um hmm how long would i wait would I go on another date even to try to like, like what look would I put on my face even? <laughs> the guy hands me a chain with his class ring okay, on it. The date that you guys have just been on is a surfing lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just did a surfing I, lesson. <laughs> I take it. I take it. Yeah. And I thank him. Mm-hmm. He's like, put it on. I want to see you wear it. <laughs> and I put it on because this sounds like a nightmare scenario. And then a couple days later, yeah. I ask if he wants to get coffee. Okay. And I show up with it off. Oh. And I am holding it and I give it back to him and I say, this was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't see us working out. Oh, it's, it's, it's a deal breaker. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking weird. It is. <laughs> it's really weird. That's so weird. Okay. Because it's like, it's like in improv. If that, if, if this, if then, this what else? then what? Yeah. So it's like, if he is this kind of guy, yeah. then what else is waiting behind these other mystery doors okay. of weirdness? He looks, okay, this is going to be weird. And this might break it a little bit. Uh-huh. He looks and sounds like David Tennant. Mm, difficult. And has the confidence of David, David Tennant. What if he is David Tennant? Okay, he is David Tennant. Okay, David, David Tennant. And he gives you his like uh-huh. boarding school class. It's a, little, it's, it's, it's a little different. Let's say he went to high school. It's basically here the same. Year. Okay. So he gives you like a boarding uh-huh. school class ring. Uh-huh. And he asks you to wear it on a necklace. I'd wear that shit out of that shit. Yeah. See, for the right guy. I'd wear that. For David Tennant, we would yeah. do it. Well, because I'd, I'd also know what I was getting though. Exactly. Okay. But just not a rando guy. Not yeah. just like... Well, seven because out of it's 10. like four dates in i don't know this person yet okay. and that's like very soon okay whereas like david tennant and i are obviously like uh soulmates in another life where i'm not with mike okay okay, like, okay. what uh, about like, this not this life but like mm. either the past or the future the past or future okay what about couldn't say which because i don't remember right 
and we are all existing at all times. Yes, true. Um, there is that. Okay, fine, 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 fine. She's been like dating Kurt for Russell two years. My platonic soulmate, and we learned it in a dream that I had, but that I'm pretty sure he uh, probably had to. I think he did too. I think so. And I think it'll click for him when he sees you. Exactly, which is what happened in the dream. We saw each other, and we we're like, "Holy shit, my soulmate!" Oh man. And then we embraced, and uh, I'd never known such completeness. That's wonderful. It was wonderful. So anyway, I miss him. Okay. It's been two years. Mm-hmm. You're about to move in. Uh-huh. He, uh, you're like, okay, I'm about to bring over um, just some like little things first. So you knock on the door. He opens it. And as you walk in, like he hold, he like puts the necklace on you. <laughs> like you walk through the, the, the loop of he's the He's just managed that. Yeah, he put it on you. And he's like, this is my class ring. And then he's like, I graduated with honors at my school. I was part of the Delphi Club. <laughs> High school is the best time of my life. <laughs> he just starts telling you all this stuff the day you move in. Um, I think I would assume he was joking. Yeah. And then he, he laughs. And then like he's like, I'm just kidding. Come on inside. So and then I inside. take the necklace off. You take the necklace off? Uh-huh. Okay. So you, um, you go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And you notice that like one of the panels of the wall is like kind of off. Oh, really? So you push it. Uh huh. And it springs open. Uh huh. And inside is a, like, <laughs> you, Greek you know snake. what? It's a Greek snake. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> no, it's a. Just um, like that book I read, <laughs> Friends. <laughs> By Peter Lorraine. It's weird how that book had a theme song. (laughs) Yeah, it's like one of those cards that you Mm -hmm. open. Yeah, you open the condol and it starts playing. (laughs) Okay, you know those photos that they make you take where they make everybody in your middle school go outside and like stand and then a guy on a ladder like takes a huge picture and it's like everyone's teeny, teeny, tiny and it's a Uh panoramic. Uh Uh-huh. It's that. Uh Uh-huh. It's lining the... the, Panel, the, the panel, and it says uh, his. Does high school it say year. class of nineteen twenty nine? And I am also somehow in the <laughs> yeah, class photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I go. Oh, this is right. Oh uh, yes. I or I go. Oh, we're both dead. <laughs> ah. Turns out we're both dead. I get it. No, it's from then his that's high fine. Year. I'll wear it then. You'll wear it. Well, because you're it. a ghost. What could you lose? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, phew, wow, what a crazy world. May as well. <laughs> Might as well jump. When in Rome. (laughs) So you say that. You say when in Rome. I say when in Rome. What's that? That's what he says from the other room. He's like, what's that? And I say, oh, when in Rome. What's that? Like the saying. Just like the saying, like when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So yeah, I'll wear your fucking class ring, you ghost. (laughs) I was like, what is that from where the guy doesn't know the saying? Okay, so you're going to wear his trash ring. Yeah. You? You're both ghosts. And yeah, because we're be both ghosts. ghosts. Okay. I mean, that tracks. Yeah. What would you do? Let's say uh, it wasn't that you found out you were ghosts. Okay. Let's say it's the first one. We'll do surfing lesson. Or, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Two, uh, two, two versions. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. First version. Yeah. Surfing lesson. Okay. And um, then he takes you to dinner at Red Lobster and he asks you to wear his... <laughs> Class ring at Red Lobster. Okay. Is the ring presented to me or in some of the food? <laughs> <laughs> it's just presented to okay. you. 
I do like Red Lobster. I think that their biscuits are too salty. Mm. I don't like the class ring aspect. I think I would be a little bit weirded out. And this is a fourth date still? Yeah. Uh, I think he'd be taking things to the next level a little too quickly. Mm -hmm. Ah, fuck. What would I do? I, I think I would be like, okay, he hands me the ring and I'd be like, what is this? And he'd be like, it's a class ring. I need you to wear it. I like how you're really mapping this out. I'm just trying to get into my character. Yeah, yeah. Which is me. We did this the other day. We kept quizzing yeah. each other like, how would you actually react in yes, this situation? Yes, something that someone says. Yeah. Um, and then I'd be like, okay, wait, so 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 you give me the ring. Okay. Hey, so I just, I, I feel like we're really like in a good groove. Nice, I'd yeah, love me too. to go out again. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'd love to. Cool. Well, just to like show you that like, I'm really serious about like, just exploring what this is. Oh. Um, first, you should know that like high school was really important to me. And I feel like it shaped <laughs> me as a person. Oh, yeah. I, I think I did a little bit more growing after. Um, but that's cool. cool. Yeah, everybody's different. Like, yeah, I just stayed in touch with my high school friends a little more than my college yeah, friends. Totally. So I get that. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, closer to my heart. Totally. So I would just really love because I believe in like putting like your energy Mm. out there mm. yeah 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 transparency yeah. i get it yeah um but also i <laughs> but also i just like really believe in the symbology of things okay i believe like you can oh i believe that like your energy puts vibrations into objects and then it like holds that energy for you that's cool man that's really cool uh so yeah so do you want to get like some corn dogs or something yeah totally um but so all right uh, before our waitress comes back i'll just yeah, say yeah. um so i have my class ring i put it on a chain i would just love for you to i wear it I, or you don't have to wear it yeah, okay it's sure. just like a fun gift almost yeah. like like hey i really like how this is going maybe one day you'll want to wear this but again, don't, you don't have to wear it. Right. I, uh, I'm going to have to be oh, honest. Oh, I see your waitress. Oh, okay. Hey, Shamala? Um, Shamala. Shamala. Um, I'll have, a, I'll have a, a lemonade in the check, please. I would love... Um, oh, right. The corn dogs you wanted. So corn, we'll corn have dogs, an two, order two, of corn <laughs> Red dogs. lobster corn dogs. <laughs> Red lobster corn dogs. Or shrimp dogs, are they called? Shrimp dogs. Shrimp dogs. Um, corn shrimp? Anyway, um, whatever version of corn dogs that mm -hmm. you would say is the red lobster analog, we'll take mm -hmm. one of those. And since you're going to be bringing the check and closing us out, I'll just take um, uh, a Manhattan mm. and um, a margarita. Mm. And then you can close us out. Do you want anything no, besides I'm, the lemonade? I don't, yeah, I don't need any anything else that's going to take any more time or anything like that okay well I'm, so, I'm really good yeah i'll just thank take you. those thank you shamala thank you shamala um and since i drove i'll just make sure i drink these really slowly you know what yeah kelly i'm gonna have to be really honest with you yeah i will never wear this i will never wear this class ring if that hurts you then you need to tend your garden and you might need to step away from me it's me i'm not a good person I'm really glad that you said this mm. because now I know how slowly mm. you need to go. Oh, so I'll take that back. 
yeah, yeah, I'll give it back to you. And I'm going to say, let's go even slower and get to a stop. Just, uh, okay. we're going to stop. And I, and, and so it's like a four way stop. We're going to let somebody else go. No, no, no. I, <laughs> then you, we'll, you know what I'm going to say? Then we'll go again. It's like a freeway off ramp and you're going to stay on the freeway and I'm going to get, go away. So I'm going to, what I'm going to do is how about this? Right. Cause then, and I'll, I'll keep going my way, Yes, but I'll know where you live Oh, and I'll be able to come back Sure, when you're ready. And you know what? Cause I've I, on the GPS of my heart. Yeah. I've, I've put a pin in it. Here's what I'm going to tell you uh-huh. that I think we should prepare for, for, for anything that might happen. I might move my house. I might, I, Here's what I'm going to tell you. You know what? That's the beauty of the age that we're living in because we're friends on Facebook now. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to tell you. Mm -hmm. And we're friends on Venmo. I'm going to Venmo you for whatever's going on here with the money. And then I'm going to, I'm just going to walk home. Oh, I thought, I thought this was on you. You know what? I thought you said you were grabbing the check. I have, I have cash. You know what? No, now I feel bad. I'll... Uh, totally i'll i'll take you venmo yeah, me your yeah. half let's do let's do dutch i just yeah. thought the like because you're a feminist that you were gonna pick up the check oh yeah yeah well you know i hate women um and i think what? You should, yeah i think you should leave me because i hate women i hate women well as a male feminist i cannot be with Somebody who hates women because the future is female. Okay. I don't know if you'd heard. Yeah. No, I but heard. The future is female. Okay. Yeah. And I'm. And you know who run the world? Okay. Girls. Girls. You know, I. Wow. I, just, I, I really, can't believe I thought yeah. this was going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe it either. But I hate women. Boo. Fuck that. Fuck feminism. I. 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 I think that 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 men are better at math. And that's why they like sports because it's intrinsic to their minds that they're better at sports because they are better at math. Okay. I started filming you as soon as you said you hated women and I am posting this online and I am tagging you, you in know what? it. Give me that class ring. I will make give sure. Give me that class ring. Give me that I class ring. I will make ring. sure. No, you can't have it anymore. Give me your fucking class <laughs> ring. No, it's my class ring. <laughs> no. I don't feel safe right now. Shamla. <laughs> Shamla. <laughs> And that's um and, and that audio that I just said is going to be isolated by someone. And they're gonna be like, Kelly Nugent hates women. You know what? Men are better at math. <laughs> and that's why they like sports. So this is the thing, ladies. If you are on a date that's going very poorly and the guy seems like a woke individual. Yeah, if he seems like the type who wants to white knight. Yeah. Then just pretend you hate women. And he will be like, I can't be with because you. Because he also can't really argue with you. Exactly. Because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, what's he going to say to you? Also, what he really, really wants is then he's to, not respecting you. He would really love to be able to post about how he had to end a date because the woman he was with had internalized misogyny. So really, you're giving him a gift. You're giving him a gift. What a gift. And you should be giving men gifts because they're better than us. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so hard these days yeah. to be... To be a man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have a lot to fear. Yeah. Um, it's just like, how are they going to mentor? And also, where are all the Greek snakes? That's so the real question so of this book. there's a Greek book. snake. So like, you've taken seven years to read about yeah. the life story of Rachel Green. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, this took seven years. Yeah. And also like, she's not even that old still. Yeah. So blah, blah, blah. Boyfriend is the one who died. Blah, blah, blah. He tells Ariana... 
over the phone. He then he goes to the library, figures out the whole thing about how the pattern of the Greek snake eating people happens. It was like, like 44 years, then 22 years, then it's going to be yeah. 11 years. There's like, it keeps lessening. And the the and Delphic he, Club, they sing. Mm-hmm. They're singers. <laughs> I didn't really They're get what singers. the singing had to do with it. Uh, the only thing I can, well, it's just because of like the, the myth. Delphic pr- priestesses or something. That was but it. But in this world, what myth. is it? They just sing like the priestesses, <laughs> Kelly. So wait, so they just also, sing because that's what priestesses do. Also, when they sing, they kind of like, uh, like they like leave their bodies and like don't know what's happening. Yeah, because they're dumb priestesses. Also, he throws himself into the pit. Well, first, all right. So he realizes that Ariana's next because her student number is eighty-eight or whatever. Yeah. So that's why they've been choosing the people they're choosing is based on their. <laughs> fucking student numbers in their yearbook very strange very i think this is a arbitrary. very arbitrary way to choose people but i mean how Although else maybe they just I guess. they they're fine with arbitrary you gotta pick a way pick that way yeah and you don't want to be shitty and make it like about virginity right because then you're making like judgments slut shaming honestly so i if as far as ways to pick sacrifices go Pretty neutral. But you should totally... Nice and neutral. Like, fuck somebody then. If you're afraid that you're going to be sacrificed as a virgin. Yeah. It's, like, way better to not be a virgin in that sense. Well, but then you'll just die by some other way. Well, yeah, because you Because you're then you'll probably work... End up in a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> where that kills and you. And then you won't be a final girl. Really, there's no winning. Yeah. Yeah. Madonna's in horrors. Mm-hmm. In horrors. Horrors. Um, okay, so then he's like, oh, so, shit. Uh, but Ariana's they also next. see... They see the guy's body, like, in the crack in the ground so he so david like jumps down and then he gets like bumps on him turns out they're like calcium deposits yeah and because the greek snake feeds off calcium and so those she the snake touches then get some like crazy calcium overload yeah and the snake is like kind of but made it also of calcium. like is a condition like it keeps yeah you keep it's like getting little benign tumors of calcium. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. So stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. He and Ariana end up back at the school. It's for sure that the people who have become the priests of Pythus are Reggie, mm. Chief Hayes' friend who disappeared, mm-hmm. a witch that got burned, mm-hmm. Annabelle. And some dude who was a part of the Underground Railroad mm-hmm. to help slaves who escaped from the from the South. Mm-hmm. And something about because like in doing the underground thing, he encountered the Yeah. He encountered Pythus. Yeah. So anyway, now these three corpses are stuck. <laughs> yeah. Just being priests. Yeah. And they're like, one of you we have to sacrifice. The other one will make a priest too. Yeah. They were expecting to make David a priest because he's so smart. Then Ariana seems even smarter. And they're like, we'll take you. We'll take either of you now. You have to decide which is going to be sacrificed. Yeah. For some reason. And then they hold hands and then that like hurts the snake. Yeah. They're like, we refuse to choose. For some reason, this is like really upsetting. Somehow they leave. They somehow leave. Covered in more calcium deposits. 
somehow Chief Hayes has shown up as well as the janitor. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, let's get soda pop from the janitor and oh, yeah, pour it on the Because Chief snake. Hayes happened to be drinking a Coke and a drop of it fell onto like the like a a tentacle. No, like some bit of calcium. Yeah. And it's sediment sizzled. or something. Yeah. And it sizzled. And then we get a call back to Ariana remembering yes. that like teeth disintegrate in Coke. Yeah. Which she said she did one time when she realized the tooth fairy didn't exist. Um, and then they load up with fucking Coke yep. and Pepsi mm-hmm. and go back to the thing. And then David and Ariana are like, eh, before we do the whole Coke and Pepsi thing, we're going to go down and see if like the strength of our bond will be enough to fight it. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it wasn't. Let's hit him with the Coke. And the thing's like, no. And then somehow the school blows up. How does the school blow up? Um, I think the thing blows up. And they think that but they like, defeated it. But but like they didn't mean to make the school blow up. It was just supposed to be some Coke. Yeah. I, I could not follow. Me also, either. this whole time, we're jumping ahead in time into the mind of Ariana and David's future child, Mark. Yeah. And we know that they at some point like went back to the crack by trying to feed it to try and or to go there to bide their time so that the calcium didn't keep taking over them oh yeah because if if they go back it stops growing and so then they were just like cooling their heels waiting for mark to figure it out and now that mark there mark is there suddenly chief hayes and the janitor reappear Mm -hmm. and then the five of them are going to like clasp hands and their shared solidarity will somehow defeat the snake. Yeah. And then that's the end of the book. We don't actually see them defeat the snake, which is, Oh, fine. I got happens that I don't care. Sometimes it's like the series finale of angel. (laughs) Yeah. Although that was on purpose, right? Cause like, they found yeah. out they were getting canceled mid-season. They're like, well, fuck you. Yeah. This, I don't think Peter Lorraine just experienced that, but it is similar to the end of Angel, which I'm fine that with. That happens. And, yeah, I'm okay with it. But it is strange that he, I don't know. It certainly added like an extra interesting layer to everything that we're like jumping ahead oh and it's like david knows that mark's gonna figure it out because he keeps like having dreams about being mark yeah like in it, the as a teen he's having those dreams yeah and i think it has something to do with coming across the dead body uh-huh. but it's never said like oh encountering the greek snake in the ground you were like connecting with your ancestor i didn't get that i didn't <laughs> or understand your your uh what's the opposite of ancestor descendants descendant yeah it's never really said why that happens i don't think and then that's the end of the book then that's the end of the book um it's weird i hated the book during certain parts but overall i thought it was fine i thought it was not bad at all yeah yeah i hated the character i guess yeah i really just hated david as yeah yeah which we've we covered our hatred of david and Otherwise, it's like a pretty cool plot. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It's had its 
uh, the plot details, not the writing of it, um, is much more like Christopher Pike than a usual point horror. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the writing in it isn't as like dangerous. Yeah. It's a lot more kind of, it's not really R.L. Stein ish either, but it is like sort of the g- generic point horror author voice. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but it's kind of unique like in that there's cool a male character. Christopher Pike ideas to it. Yeah. And then at the end of the book, it's just the same case with, I think, I forget which of the other authors, but you get Peter LaRange's like whole life story. Oh, yeah. Did you read any I of didn't that? read that. He, for a while, was like a professional actor on Broadway and in touring companies and like did musical theater. What? <laughs> and then later in the early 2000s went with like Laura Bush to Russia for some story comedy thing. Let me find that part. So yeah. Uh, Interesting. (laughs) That is very interesting. Weird. Um, Where is it? Biography of Peter Lorenzis. Hope I'm saying his name right this whole time. Um, he sang in an acapella group at Harvard and they were called the Crocodildos. Crocodiles. (laughs) Crocodildos. Crocodildos? They were called the Crocodilos. (laughs) Crocodildos. Crocodildos. Um, they're dildos that have they're like crocod- the texture like, of those cro- of Crocs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have like big holes in them. They're really hard it's to clean. You K- should use them. K-R-O-K-O-D-I-L-O-E-S. What are That's you talking about? That's why I looked at the what? word and thought dildo. Wait, what are you talking about? Crocodillos? Harvard Crocodillos. This Crocodiles? The, what are you saying? Harvard? Why His acapella this? group. Oh. That's what it was called. I forgot that's what we were talking about. I was like, what? <laughs> like, why are you even saying these words at me, Lindsay? <laughs> oh, cool, man. Har- Harvard Crocodilos. 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 Is that a thing? No, I'm just saying it like Because so often acapella groups are some sort of like singing pun. Maybe Uh, he changed his after a summer. He took a job as a paralegal. Then after a summer job as a singing waiter, he changed his path and became a musical theater actor. He found theatrical work on Broadway, appearing in They're Playing Our Song, and he toured the country in such shows as Cabaret, West Side Story and Fiddler on the Roof, acting alongside theatrical greats such as Jack Lemmon, John Lithgow, Jane Powell, John Raitt and Victor Garber. Met his wife, began writing fiction, wrote under pen names, wrote four series like Hardy Boys and Babysitter's Club. Peter! Mm-hmm. And then finally he began writing under his own name with 1994's The Yearbook and Driver's Dead, which is a fantastic title. Also, I heard it's good. I would read another Peter Lorange's yeah, book. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, then he debuted a series called Watchers, a six novel sci-fi series. For, I think, younger readers. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. 
He has run a marathon, rock climb during an earthquake, gone on stage as a last minute replacement for Broadway legend Alan J. Lerner, and visited Russia as part of a literary delegation that included First Lady Laura Bush. What? That's nuts. That's nuts. Boo, Laura Bush. Yeah, boo, Laura Bush. She sucks. But Sucked. I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't. Is she hopefully alive? he's not a Republican. Did she die? No, she's alive. Barbara Bush died. That's right. <laughs> Wrong lady. Um, so um, th- that's all we got to say about this book. Yeah. So um, that's uh, the seven year long yearbook. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would I would recommend it. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, and then next as week, far as one of these books go, we have our surprise. Are we announcing what it is or are we just going to unleash it on the world? Yeah, let's announce what it is. OK, now. so it's our 150th episode Yay. and it's just three days before our three year anniversary. So it's basically our three year anniversary episode. Happy birthday to us. Do you want to say what it is? Yeah, we have a very special episode in which author and historian Grady Hendrix joins us to talk about all things the genre fiction. Yeah. Very cool. Grady Hendrix as in my author best friends. of My Best Friend's Exorcism and Paperbacks from Hell. So we were very excited. We tried mm-hmm. not to be too geeky about yeah. it. I think we did a pretty good job I not being we, geeky. We acted very normal. I think so. He was super nice. Very nice. Very funny. Very, very smart. Nice. Very knowledgeable. So knowledgeable. So knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, so that's that's our next episode. Yay. So that's what we're going to doing next week. So that's our surprise. Um, if you want to support our show, like we said, if we get to a thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts, I know. By and- August. Android people. Look, Windows we, phone people. We get it. We get it. You feel left out because, you know, all everybody talks about is Apple, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. Sorry about it. We are promising like 12 additional hours of content. I think it will that's be 10. Why we're pro- that's why we're offering that. Yeah. We, we are offering, I think it is 10. Because I, there are five movies. This is the incentive yeah. for you to do a little bit of work. It's, That's why we're offering that. Yeah. We're not trying to put you out. No. We're not trying to insult your phone use. No, not at all. That's the whole point of an incentive. Yeah. Like, cause, and that's the thing, right? Because we were like, you know, we get it. It does suck to have to like um, get on some other get on platform. your computer, download iTunes, make an account and, and, and leave a review for us. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Yeah, if you don't want to, that's fine. Here's what I will say. And this uh-huh. will be just coming from Callie Nugent. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to say on behalf of Teen... Opinions are your own. My opinions are my own. This, uh, this is not going to be on behalf of Teen Creeps. I'm not even going to speak on behalf of Lindsay. This is just purely me, and I don't care saying this. We put a lot of work into this show. And we love, 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 love doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me... Here, feel free to jump in if... Sure. If... Because, like... I think I want to co-sign on what you're saying. Yeah. Like, shut up. Yeah. Just like, shut up. Yeah. Just like, shut like, up. Leave the review. Don't leave the review. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, you'll get the content anyway if enough people leave a review. But yeah. like, don't, don't even come up in here. Yeah. It's our act home. like we're asking so much of you. Because. We give you two hours of us talking. For, for free. free. For free. For free. And we do 
so much reading. We uh, read guys a book. We have a week. Literally, we read a book a week for three. You're, and not even thousands of more hours because we do the more. Patreon. We do Patreon. You are going to kill us. Yeah, you are giving us a heart attack. We're giving. We're getting a heart attack. We get it. We get we it. We get it. It does suck. And and as a listener, I think I would do, feel the same. Right? Like I'd be like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this thing. But at the same time, I wouldn't. How dare you? <laughs> you wouldn't. This is why I say I speak on behalf of Kelly Nugent. <laughs> I get it. But at the same time. Guys, we're this fucking. Is, this is the offering. We are literally always burned out. We are doing so much work, and we're also working and on then, some and then cool we're secret stuff for, for our Patreon. I know we read extra for the Patreon, and then we're tr- trying to figure out a live show. We're, we're figuring out a live show. We what? also have. Do you like us or do you not like us? We have really cool secret things that we're don't working on. Don't joke at us on the internet. We, don't joke at us. Ever. We're too <laughs> fragile. Don't don't joke at us. We're a little dry leaf. Don't. On October 1st. Don't direct your jabs <laughs> at us on the internet. We can't handle it. We're too weak. We're fragile. That being said, we get it. We get it that everyone's just joking. It's anyway, just, we're just trying all, to. All of this is to say yeah. that, yeah, it takes a couple extra yeah, steps. We if get you it. Have it's an kind Android of or something. So feel free to do it or not do it. But that is why we're offering an incentive. Yeah. Because we get it. We know yes. it's annoying. Um, and plus, I, I think it's just a cool incentive. Um, the those movies look fucking nuts. Uh, so what we're gonna be doing is we're doing it regardless. Yeah, we're doing it regardless. What we're gonna it be doing is if we reach a thousand by August, it is up to you. Like Lindsay said, if we reach a thousand Apple Podcast reviews by August, we will be covering and doing additional to the episodes that are already coming out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be covering the Lifetime movie Movies. versions. Of the Castile series. Of the entire Castile series. There's five movies. That's a lot. That's crazy. And it's a lot of weird lifetime shit that's going to be happening. So it's going to be very high drama. And we're going to be covering those. And then if we don't reach a thousand, those will go on our Patreon. So people that uh, give to our Patreon will still get it. Mm -hmm. Um, But hey, if you want everybody to be able to enjoy that, Mm -hmm. leave leave a review. Um, And with that said, uh, after... All of our whining just now. Yeah. If you want to support the work that we put into this podcast yeah. on a weekly basis, you can do that by subscribing on patreon.com slash teen creeps where yeah. you get even more content that we're doing. Yeah. And you get some cool goodies and giveaways and mm-hmm. stuff too. So that's always fun to get on board with that. Um, if you want to follow our show on social media, we are at teen creeps pod on everything. Um, I am at Kelly Nugie, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. I'm at Lindsay Katai, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-K-A-T-A-I. Wee! Um, and uh, and on, all joking aside, thank you to everybody who's already left us a review. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, we've I've, already seen the number we've go seen up it and go we up. really appreciate it. And your guys' reviews are funny. Yeah, they are very funny. <laughs> very funny. Um, and uh, if you, uh, I, I, I don't know why I said if you, I have nothing else. You know what? Sometimes you just get in a groove of saying the business. The biz. Yeah. That you just keep going. Yeah. Like, like a, on autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all the business. Cool. Look out for that Grady Hendrix episode. Yeah. Keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.